0: From the newsroom of South Coast today, this is ST Speaks, a podcast diving deeper into the news of the day and covering hot button issues that matter to you. You're listening to ST Speaks. Welcome to Courtside with Kurt Brown. I am Jennifer Driscoll, the news editor at the Standard Times. And today we're going to be talking about Kurt's upcoming Sunday story. Where he and one of our photographers followed around a probation officer to see what they what it's like behind the scenes.
1: Actually, uh, it, uh, Mike Valeri and I were uh, Michael was the photographer. We uh, followed two probation officers and the uh, meteor spokeswoman for the uh, state probation service. Uh, we went out. Um, I mean, this will give you some idea of. The uh, planning that we do on these stories uh, because we put a uh, we consider our Sunday paper to be a premium edition that uh, we did the ride along back in uh, February Uh, story is coming out on uh, March 23rd Uh, uh, we were it was a a very cold day thank heaven it was sunny windy day um, we went to several different residents um, the people who spoke to us uh, uh, were not, uh, chose to speak with us uh, they also signed a waiver with the State Department of uh, uh, probation We um, went to several homes in Pleasant Street Myrtle Street um, it was very very interesting uh,
0: what was your big takeaway from just following them around on the job?
1: Well, well one of the big takeaways was the, um, d- the degree to which uh, the premium that they put on safety. Uh, these are people who uh, do not have, um, do not carry firearms, although in other states uh, probation officers do, they're armed with only their badge, Um, And they're not in a uniform. They're not in a uniform. They're in plain clothes. Um, They go out in pairs. Uh, And why is that? uh, One does the interview and maintains eye contact. uh, Just like uh, I am right now with you. (laughs) (laughs) Eye contact (laughs) with the probationer. Well, the other has a roving eye around the apartment or the house, the residence, for looming dangers. Uh, like what? Oh, it could be somebody who is upset. Uh, it could be a, uh, a dog who is let loose. Or, as they explained to me, it doesn't have to be anybody in that apartment. It can be somebody outside. Mm. It can be somebody in the apartment above or apartment below. Uh, safety is uh, paramount to them
0: Uh, you had an interesting point in the story about what they do with their car they do and now they're in an unmarked car too right
1: they're in their own private vehicles
0: oh wow okay
1: so they park beyond the residence um in case something happens they will just exit the home and get in their cars and their vehicles and leave so they don't have to drive past the home again. Ah, okay. Uh, Before they get out of their vehicles, they uh, take a good look at the neighborhood, uh, see if there's any problems. Uh, They don't get out of their vehicles until they uh, are certain that that it's safe. Uh, if they don't feel right, they said they can always return with a police officer who is armed.
0: So how many uh, probation officers work in the New Medford Courthouse? Uh,
1: there, there are 13.
0: How many cases do they handle?
1: They ha- uh, Well, there are uh, over 1,000 people, there are over 1,200 people on probation out of New Bedford District Court, but not all of those are handled by probation officers. A total of four, uh, a lot of the cases are handled by associate probation officers. That is a, uh, people who merely have to check into probation. Um, but the 13 probation officers handle. 495, or nearly a 500, uh, probationers. So that's a caseload of about 38, if my math is correct.
0: That still seems like a lot. Sure is. And that's uh, not all in New Bedford.
1: <coughs> that is correct. Um, the New Bedford District Court the jurisdiction is New Bedford, Dartmouth, Fairhaven, and Acushnet. So the probationers come from primarily from those four communities. Um, Westport, the probationers in Westport are shared between um, New Bedford District Court, the probation officers in New Bedford District Court, and Fall River District Court. Some of the other things they do is they keep the exterior door open at all times in case they have to make a, a, a quick exit. Of the home or of, apartment? Of, of the apartment, of the out exterior door. Mm-hmm. The interior door will be kept open, and they'll conduct their interviews near the door in case they have to leave quickly. Uh, there's mm. a lot of hidden dangers. I hadn't done a probation ride along in many years and it was interesting
0: it sounds very interesting so this job it's not easy Mm -hmm. it's a big Mm caseload you're going into what could be some dangerous situations
1: Mm -hmm. that kind of begs the question why i think they're all uh caring people who want to set people on the right path Uh, uh these are uh people who believe in second and third chances, and uh, uh, they feel that there's good in people, and uh, because you've made a mistake uh, with help and guidance, uh, supervision, uh, the hope is that they'll get back on the right path. Uh, We were in the home of of one uh, gentleman who has a, a serious problem with alcohol, and the thing that struck us was these beautiful murals that he had painted, uh, drew in the from drew by hand from uh, coloring books <clears throat> on the walls of these spare bedrooms. And both the photographer and I uh, were talking to each other about, you know, here's a person with talent, and you just wonder what he could have done with that talent uh, if he had been redirected at a, a different time.
0: At an earlier point in
1: his C- life? Correct, yeah. yeah. And it's not to say that, that, that he, uh, he still can't have uh, uh, achieved success.
0: So what kind of things do probation officers, uh, they're going there, they're checking up mm. on uh, the people, but what kind of things do they help with? how can they do that what do uh, they offer
1: well there was a gentleman that we uh, spoke with um, and he was very he had just got out of jail for assault and he was very concerned about the court costs uh, that probation is not free there's a fee <laughs> uh, attached to it nothing is free in nothing life. is free <laughs> and he was very concerned about that and it's a monthly fee too that's uh, understandable so um, he was looking for some help with that. And he says, you know, I don't want you to wipe it off. I, I'm willing to do community service for it. And, um, but the, uh, the probation officer said to him, look, don't worry about that. We'll deal with that down the road. We don't want that to be an impediment to, to your getting on the right track. So I mean, they are people with kind hearts.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, this one quote uh, from the story stands out. I'm just going to read it Mm -hmm. so everyone can get a little sneak peek. But you have one of the probation officers saying, I've had people tell me I've changed their lives, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. Mm -hmm. I never wanted to be a cop. As long as I can remember, I wanted to be a probation officer. Mm -hmm. I love being out in the community.
1: Mm. Isn't that something? That is something. And that's really what they do. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and they do it without a firearm. They, uh, they do it with a big heart. And the person in charge
0: of the probation officers <laughs> over in New Bedford, he's been doing it for a long time.
1: He is, and he's, and he's a, a real, local guy. He's a real New Bedford guy, yeah. <laughs> he's a graduate of New Bedford High. He's uh, been doing this, I think, for uh, since 96. He's just worked his way up in the court um, he was telling me that, uh, about the changing face of, uh, pro- of the probationers. He said that there was a time when uh, they were primarily fishermen, uh, hmm. but he says it's just evolved over time, and now they are seeing younger and younger probationers um, who have uh, issues, and this is because of the opioid crisis. And then when they peel away the problems that the person has, they're finding that the underlying cause is a mental health issue. And can they help with that? Yes, they can. Because they want to get at the root cause of why the person came into the criminal justice system in the first place. So that they don't come back. So that they don't come back. The other thing is that they're also finding because of the opioid crisis that increasingly there are greater and greater numbers of people from the suburbs who are hmm. they are coming in contact with so this is not just a new bedford problem as we all know about the opioid crisis that it's it doesn't distinguish against it doesn't discriminate against anyone
0: wow hmm. So with opioids becoming more and more prevalent, that's the big change they've seen. That sure is. And, and,
1: you know, you you wonder what the impact is of the opioids. And, um, and here's another example that more and more people are coming into the courts and they're being dealt with in the criminal session. And then their cases are... Being overseen by probation to try to get them on the on the right path.
0: How long uh, does it kind of depend on how long they stay with someone
1: on a case? Um,
0: what happens when you go
1: off probation? They they don't follow up. Uh, once you're off probation, you're off probation. Um, the terms of probation are set by the judge when he when he or she. Uh, uh, renders a disposition in a case. That's why you'll see in stories um, uh, three years of jail time, and then um, three years of probation.
0: So you really get to know someone. Oh, you sure do, yeah. Also in the story, you had mentioned a case um, about a woman, Mm. and I thought it was interesting at the time when the officer first encountered her, yeah. she was just pregnant, mm-hmm. but then she brings up the point that she has seen her in a positive situation later on mm-hmm. doing well.
1: Do we want to talk about that? I don't know. Do you want to save it? It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just thought it was interesting yeah. that you continue, as you're part of the community, mm-hmm. you continue to cross paths with people.
1: Sure. I mean... And that's got to be rewarding for that officer She has, uh, what transpired in that case uh, was heartwarming to her, To She had told me the things that uh, Judge Bernadette Saber told her, uh, told the uh, woman who uh, was both pregnant and using, uh, that she'll never forget it.
0: So do you have any other impressions you want to share Uh. from your... Experience being out with them.
1: Now, I mean, I, I think that they're a vital. I think probation officers are a vital and integral part of the of the criminal justice system. That, that uh, um, and I think it speaks well of society that uh, that we punish and we attempt to uh, rehabilitate. Uh, we tend to supervise the rehabilitation.
0: Believing in second chances.
1: Believing in second chances, yes. Because certainly we all need them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) All right, well, you can read all about Kurt's experience with the ride-along and more about the people he met along his journey and what the probation department does in New Bedford District Court coming up in Sunday, Standard Times.
1: (laughs) That's right. Um, it, I think it's an interesting story. I think it's fascinating. Uh, we talk about the content of the story. Uh, Mike Valeri's uh, f- photos are absolutely wonderful. Uh, he captures every single scene. Uh, he gives you a glimpse into the individual personalities, uh, good and bad. It gives you—you um, you get a sense of some of the neighborhoods, um uh, It's well worth spending some time with that story on Sunday.
0: Absolutely and if you were curious about what those murals look like that uh, Kurt referenced, Mike has pictures of them
1: and he does, yeah.
0: (laughs) You can check them out. Uh, There will also be video with the story
1: There's a a video interview with the chief probation officer
0: Very good. So you can find all of that in the Sunday Standard Times and also on southcoasttoday.com And our Facebook page.
1: Uh, Absolutely right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, thank you for joining us and thank you for being here, Kurt.
1: Thank you for having me, uh, Jennifer.